the towns of Blackhawk, they won the they went to the grand final in 2015, and they've probably been in the semi-finals every year since then. Probably only Redcliffe the other side. Tom Hancock joins me. Tom, um, you guys are dancing just at the bottom end of the top eight. It's been a checkered start for you guys at the start. You lost a couple of home games as well at uh, uh, Jack Mansky, but you seem to be just hanging in there. And um, beware the Blackhawks, mate. Yeah, we're a bit up and down. I think that's probably a fair statement. I think on our day, we're we're pretty like we can sort of go with just about anybody. But then when we're off the boil, we're we're really off the boil. Um, I think that's probably a fair summary of the season so far. And obviously, we're making efforts to try and turn that around and be a little bit more consistent in this um, the back sort of half a dozen or so games. Um, yeah, if Aaron Payne, obviously he knows. You've got plenty of chat. You've got Robin Louie there as well. He's come back. As, you know, he's, he's outstanding. And Sean Nona, they, look, I don't want to speak ill of the old, but the, those two between them, what, what are they? What, 60 years old, 60 plus, the two of them? But they, they don't show, they show all that experience, mate, that actually comes from playing footy for a long, long time. Yeah, it's a massive asset having experienced halves uh, or having experience generally, but particularly in your halves. And mm-hmm. um, and those folks are massive on the weekend for us. And they've been good all year. Shawnee missed the start of the season with, with injury and Rob's actually missed a few games with some injuries as well. So I think if they can settle into sort of playing consistently six and seven, that they will be pretty massive for us in the back half of the season, yeah. Well, certainly you've got to detonate Gebe out wide. It's why you've got Cole Labart in the centres. You've just got plenty of talent out wide. Now, yourself, Tom, you're obviously you got, last week you came off the bench. I've spoken mm-hmm. to players who have played on the, the interchange as well. I don't envy the job you have as an interchange player because basically everybody else is warmed up when you get out there. Everybody's mm-hmm. in, the, in the flow of the game. You've got to actually emerge traffic-wise almost having onto the freeway and pick up at the same pace as uh, as you uh, as a game. So how do you prepare to get out there? You want to get the hands on the ball first up sort of thing? Yeah, that's the best thing to do, I think, is is if you can get an involvement, like if you get out there and you've got a tackle, that's fine. Or if you get out there and you've got the ball, that's fine too. But yeah, try and get a nice early involvement um, and get a feel for the game as quickly as you can. Because like you said, it can be a little, uh, just a little unusual, like you said, that the game's already humming and, and everybody yeah. out there has been feel for the rhythm and you're trying to find your feel for the game as well but I think a, a good early carry ideally you run the ball early on and you get skittle and then that sort of like drops you into the game it's, it's a strange kind of backward logic um, but that's all, that's all that I try and do is get an early touch and then um, do my best to feel, the, feel my way into the game quickly because you can't you can't be out there pissing around for five minutes No that's right um I've loved the forwards over the years. We've had the Luke Page, we've had the Sam Anderson, we've had the Oliver Percy's, we've had yourself, had Tommy Gilbert last night playing Origin. Um, and and, it, and it's it's just a wonderful uh, spectacle seeing big men running off the back fence to get stuck into it. Obviously, you've got to can't do that from unless it's a kickoff as well. But you, yourself, mate, you just relish the, the – we just spoke off air about – putting your body on the line. I mean, Americans watch this thing and, well, are you crazy? But yourself, mate, you just love getting into that, uh, you know, if you don't come off hurt, you don't feel like you played well? Uh, well, I'll leave, the, I'll leave the camera off the back fence to the bigger boys, to be honest, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, the biggest sillier boys. I, I just try and not, I, I do try and run nice and hard, find a little bit of space and get a quick play of the ball, mate. But I'm not one of the bigger blokes in the field that comes off the back fence like um, like some of the, particularly like Luke Page is a pretty good example. He, um, yeah, he used to come, I think he came further than the back fence, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> came from Kill and, Kill and Gatter down there at Busy Park. But yourself, obviously, if as they're coming at you, how do you uh, how do you shape up against some of these big men that come at you? It's just, and we uh, talked about Tommy Dean last night. We talked about uh, Patrick Carrigan, aren't big players, but they throw, you throw yourself at the line, mate. Uh, you just, just get up and keep going. Yeah, body in front. That's all I think. Um, get your body in front, make that initial contact, and just hang on and help for a bit of and hope for a bit of help is pretty much how I approach it, mate. It's probably no. I don't know. 
could be happy to hear that, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> Hey, no, no, nobody watches this and you'll be fine. So anyway, <laughs> hey, listen, last week, obviously, um, everybody scored a try in the back. So I think one of the forwards, uh, well, Perry Molly got, got the only try against South last week. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good hit out for you guys, but obviously you, you need to actually put, put it on the full 80 minutes. And I saw that and you did actually play the full 80 regardless of the score. One. So I think Aaron Payne would have been happy with that. Yeah, I think, well, the first thing I want to say about that game is, to be fair to South, I think they were missing about half a dozen blokes. So yeah. they, they were pretty undermanned. Like, they've been playing quite a lot of the season with blokes like Pereira and Brinko Lee, Ezra Mann, Tessie New. They were missing all those blokes extra. So they were a little bit undermanned. But, yeah, definitely the most – there were sort of two pretty pleasing aspects about, about that game. The first was, like you said, sort of consistent performance. Mm. It wasn't the case all our tries in 25 minutes and did nothing for the rest of the game. Um, and also, Neil was handy as well, which which obviously, if you're scoring on that many points, the other team's not going to get much in the way of footy. But um, it, it's good to that they didn't really get an opportunity to score, really. Right. You're up against Burley this weekend, mate. Now, Burley two weeks ago got rolled by the Pride. Uh, we thought uh, that's it's not possible. They're the benchmark of the, of the competition at the moment, but they are beatable. I've looked at the side you rolled out last week. And as you mentioned at the start of this interview, on your day, you are you can beat anybody, and I don't see that being any different at Pissy Park this weekend. Uh, they don't have the loop pages there anymore, but still they've got a, a formidable side. They're not number one on, on the ladder for uh, for their good look. So, mate, this will be a tester because you're uh, when the you're on 18 points, and you guys are on 16 or something like that. So there's not much between seventh and fourth, or even third for that matter, because there's a uh, three points there to uh, Falcon. So um, this is a big, big game for the Townsville Blackhawks, mate. Yeah, it's it's. I think that most, pretty much the position that we've put ourselves in means that pretty much all the games towards the back end of the year are pretty important to us. Yep. And every time you get an opportunity to take on a team that's above you on the ladder, it's kind of like like double incentive, double points in so far as the ladder is concerned. So, True. yeah, big job. Um, earlier in the year, I think it was round two at home, and they pipped us on the post. They scored a try really late to win the game. So, um, I think we'll be up to our eyeballs in it this weekend. Um, yeah. They're good. They're obviously, like you said, they're, they're not running first because they're by mistake. That didn't happen by accident. Um, they're going pretty good. Uh, we probably need our best performance. Um, but I think if we come up with something close to our best, it'll be, we'll be, yeah, like I said, we'll be in it up to our eyeballs and um, yeah. if we can come out. Oh. Yeah, I think the halves, the battle in the halves will be outstanding. Obviously, you guys running off the back fence and running into each other has also got to be sorted out. So, see how, see. <laughs> See how you go. Hey, Thomas, just quickly on yourself, mate. Um, you're part of the, the, the Blackhawks. How long have you been part of the uh, the many Blackhawks set up? Um, so I came down at the end of – so I played for the Northern Pride yeah. for years and years. And I came down to the Blackhawks at the end of 2019 to go into the 2020 season. Mm. Um, obviously, the season got skittled by COVID. So uh, 20 – no, no, no. So, yeah, so 2020, yeah. So I played, yeah. So I played last year and this year yeah. with the Blackhawks the year before, but I didn't really get to play. So, been here a few years now. It's a formidable outfit, isn't it? The Blackhawks, like I said, they came to the competition, they got the grand final and got beaten by the cockroaches, as I call them, as in, uh, as in the Ipswich Jets. You tip cockroaches on a tail like wherever they go. But, mate, uh, yeah, yeah but, the, but North Queensland, and just quickly, Tom, on that is um, the breeding that we see the covers, the Capras going quite well, the Pride obviously beaten Burley, yourselves. It's a breeding ground for uh, for um, the greats of rugby league, and we saw it last night at uh, Suncorp Stadium, mate. It's a, it's certainly a wonderful uh, area to play uh, rugby league, and thank God for you guys as well. So, listen, mate, all the best on the weekend up against Burley. It's going to be interesting. The Blackhawks, like I said, 
been in the semi-finals probably every year since you've been in the competition. Uh, I think Reckliff may have been the only other side, but uh, uh, all the best, Tommy. Just quickly, uh, game day. What's the routine? Uh, depends on. Uh, I, I try and eat once or twice, depending on when we play. Um, yep. I get a kick, I get a kip in if I can. Um, otherwise, I think I'm relatively benign in terms of unusual routines. I really like to clean my boots and um, give the mouth mouth guard a bit of rub with a bit of toothpaste. But apart from that, um, that's about it. Really, get out there and do your best. So you don't get nervous and get the boot polish mixed up with the toothpaste, do you? <laughs> oh, not not, not thus far. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good. I was, I, and I was really worried there for a second. You'd say, you, I don't mind listening to country music before I play footy. If I hear one more of those person tell me about uh, Brooks and Dunn, I'm just going to kill right. myself. But anyway. No, I'm not a music bloke. I know that most of, most of the lads are, that I play with are pretty keen on their music. They get the headphones on, but I that, that's not really for me, so I'll brush that. Tommy, I love talking to the big men of rugby league and what they do and what they put their bodies on the line. Uh, congratulations on... Uh, on uh, what you've achieved so far this year, hopefully for the Blackhawks. Um, we need the Blackhawks in the semi-finals. I think they'll stay there. I think it'll be an absolute crackerjack game. It should be on TV, this game. And uh, this is all the best. Thanks for your time, Tom. No drama. Thanks for having me go to the um, Blackhawks. <laughs>